Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of A, a BJJ, BJJ Marriage. Marriage, where we talk about our lives as a married jujitsu couple. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah. I don't want you on that side. That's weird. You're fine. I'll, bye. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of A BJJ Marriage with your hosts, Nick and Brittany Lee. And our very special guests today, we have Jose and Susie. Woo! Wow, that got really loud. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, yes, yeah, so Jose and Susie have been some of our favorite training partners at Fluid. Uh, Jose has actually been on a podcast before, probably like, I don't know, 15 episodes ago or so. Something like that. Yeah, it's been a while, but. I was timing it to come back to the 69, but I think I Missed for a bit. <laughs> two more. Two more. Well, that's because we skipped two weeks, so I apologize. <laughs> oh, I'll yeah, be back for 420. Okay. That's awesome. Sounds great. <laughs> but, yeah, so Jose was on our last episode, and I don't even remember what we talked about. We talked a lot about Seattle, but... We, we talked about training, training two multiple schools. gyms. Yeah, that's right. We're yep. still going to talk about that today. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. And yep. then we have little Miss Lovely Susie on with us today as well. Yes. She recently just got her very first stripe on her white yes. belt. Yeah. So, so excited for Susie. Yes, I'm a newbie. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't matter, though. You're good. All um, right, Jose, tell us a secret. How did you get your wife to start training jiu-jitsu? Uh... I have no idea, <laughs> but I'm very happy. Um, so I know how. <laughs> yeah. uh, she did a couple of uh, mm-hmm. self defense seminars, so like a long time, long time ago. Okay, yeah. Like I think I was a white belt when she did a Wait, uh-huh. couple of white uh, self defense seminars. Oh, really? Yeah. Where at? Uh, Gracie, Gracie, in Baltimore. In Baltimore. Cool. Okay, yeah. so she did a couple there, but she liked those. But I think also at that time, that was like seven, eight years ago, yeah. the women in Jiu-Jitsu group weren't that big. Like that gym didn't have anything. The only thing they had was like some um, self-defense seminars like every now and then. Like a twice a year yeah. sure. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So not a regular class. No, yeah, not no. at all. And you, you see women, of course, in, in classes, but not that many. Mm-hmm. So, how many years ago was that? Like, like eight? Yeah, like seven, seven eight. <laughs> Yeah, a long time. Yeah. A white belt seven or eight years ago. Now you're yeah. a fancy purple belt. <laughs> but anyway, so that was in Baltimore eight yeah. years ago. That's crazy. Yeah, and so, then when, when we moved here, I was the first one going to Fluid, and she yes. still wasn't very interested in YouTube. Yeah, she but I, I found Fluid in social media. Okay. Yeah. And it was like, these guys have this awesome uh, women's self-defense seminar. I'm going to go. I'm mm-hmm. going to go. And I was like super excited about it. That's but awesome. I never went. And I was like, you should go and try it. You should go <laughs> and, and try when, it. So, yeah. When I started looking for a school here, she's the one that told me Fluid because I went to the Gracie school. And I was like, well, that's cool. But it's exactly the same as any other Gracie school. So, I, I want something different. Yes. And that she makes suggested sense. Fluid. And that's how I stepped in Fluid. The first fluid time. is definitely different. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) On good ways and weird ways. (laughs) So far, not on bad ways. We are unique. A little bit. Just a little bit. We have a freaking gong in our gym. (laughs) (laughs) With my face on. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Uh Yeah, because Joe, from his birthday party, I had printed out little pictures of Nick just doing these like crazy stupid poses. And I cut them out to put on top of the cupcakes couple of our fluid friends decided that they wanted to keep them yeah. and then joe hash actually like put them all up over a fluid that's yeah. why like, it's like oh, in the changing room that's why yeah. in the restroom and, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there should be one on the on the toilet seat like this oh. 
That's super funny. Oh, but yeah, man. so now if you see Nick's face on the gong, in the changing room, in the bathroom, in yeah. the lockers, that's why. You know how many there are? Like, you should make a game. <laughs> like a scavenger like hunt. Like a scavenger Yeah, fun. find oh them all. Gosh. Find all nine Nicks. Collect your Nicks. <laughs> Get a free roll. Free private lesson. <laughs> yeah, dude. There you go. Yes. There we go. And then only the first one is for free. Right. <laughs> Test the waters a little bit. Yeah. Have you gotten any requests for uh, Brain Bolo <laughs> classes? Uh, before you taught it, yes. <laughs> but uh, not since. I walked in on him and Michael Waring doing a Baron Bolo session. Like, this is before your, what you taught, but it was probably like a month ago. And I walked in and uh, Michael was doing a Baron Bolo to Nick. And I walked in and I was like, no, you are not allowed to learn that. With <laughs> 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 his stupid uh, legs. Yeah. I, I love there. Yolo Bolos. The background there is I had my promotion and you have to teach something. And what I told was a rainbow. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And what do you call it? You don't call it a barren bolo. You call it something else, don't you? What did uh, you just say? A bobo? Yolo bolo. Yolo bolo. Everything with a bolo. <laughs> yeah. So the background there yes. <laughs> is when I started learning um, barren bolos and inversions, I asked Nick for a private. And then we started playing with the bolos, and we yes. call everything a bolo. Something bolo. Yes. Yeah. Yolo bolo. Want to get coffee bolo? Coffee bolo. Yeah, everything was a bolo. But when you were in Brazil... Oh, yeah. Uh, when I was in Brazil, I asked about inversions because I was trying to lead my questions to very bolos, and I got, like, uh, it was a master's hour seminar... And he goes like, no, we don't like inversions. And then there were other coral belts in the room and they were like, we don't like inversions. They're like, dumb. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> no more questions. No more bottle questions. Yes. So coral belts do not help with inversions, I guess. Yeah. Well, I, I think they're very traditional. Yes. Yeah. Stick to the basics. Yeah. They, smash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> smash. Pressure pass. Pressure pass. Smash. Yes. Master Sour was just with Team Curran with Open Guard. I don't know where that was. Does anyone know where that was? Mm. No. I was he, wondering if that was an old did, picture or not. He did one in, not in Seattle, I think in Portland, not so long ago. Yeah, but okay. there's like one this weekend that Open Guard is at. And Rachel Malik, she is there. And it even said like, thanks to all the Open Guard students who took the travel time out to come. So mm. I don't know where they're traveling to. But Rachel actually this morning just posted pictures from the camp today. And Master Sauer's in one of them. And I'm oh. like, oh, like, yeah. where is this? I would have went. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same. But there was no pictures of him on the mat. No. Oh. It was just oh, no, he's still, Yeah, he's still recovering from surgery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was probably just, like, there to hang out. <laughs> We're just stalking Master Sauer, trying to pin him down. Right. Uh, right. Fun boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we went to go look at a house yesterday, and there was, there was one house that we looked at that had a, a room kind of tucked away in the back, and it had its own bathroom. And we both yeah. looked at each other like, that'd be perfect for Master Sowers. <laughs> that's a Master Sowers suite. Yeah. I was like, we should buy this house just so Master Sowers is comfortable. The ones that you're saying, Master Sowers suite. Yeah. We went to look for a house yesterday, and then the first thing we saw was like the basement, and we were like super excited, like, whoa, we can set up the mats here, and <laughs> yes. we can start training yeah. at home. <laughs> It's so funny because that's what we did too. We yes. looked in the basement like the maps would be perfect right there. Yes. <laughs> it's part of the uh, the home buying process. Yes. Yeah. The experience. Our realtor actually knows very well that we do jujitsu. We need to be close to our gym and we need to be able to have mat space and enough space for Master Sour. <laughs> yeah. We laid it out there. For the one time a year he yes. comes. Yes. <laughs> Important. But it was just so funny. Like, I was literally in the room, and I was just like, yeah, I think Master Sauer would be happy in here. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
So I hope he's grateful that I'm thinking of my future house for him. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, Shout out yes. because he's watching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, I don't uh, think he's coming this year, actually, because of his surgery. He was supposed yeah. to come in November. November. Yeah, they were talking he, about he November. Changes because I'm, I've been following trying to catch him for a seminar. Mm-hmm. And he has canceled a lot. He had one in Seattle that he had to cancel. Mm-hmm. Um, he's supposed to be in uh, Idaho in October 15th. So I haven't heard that that one was canceled. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's good for him, That's though. We want him to be around for a lot longer. So yeah. if he stays healthy and happy, we're, yeah, we're good why, with that. That's <laughs> why I keep pressuring her to go to Brazil because I'm like, yeah. he's going to retire soon. Yeah. If you want to experience it, it's yes. to be soon. Nick used, he used Nick as an Oki last year to show something. And Nick was like, his pressure was ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> Feeling him do techniques on me, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> And um, Andrew Whitsitt said yesterday in his seminar that, in his opinion, the only difference between somebody that is good at jiu-jitsu and somebody that is the world champion is the pressure. Is the pressure. Yes, yeah. Yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, so you guys went to Andrew and Bird Wilski's oh, yeah. seminar yeah. yesterday and today. later on today. It's yes. a two-part seminar. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for making time to come yeah. and hang yeah, out with us. Thank you. <laughs> Priorities. Yes. <laughs> I asked him, I was like, you're not making them come over when they have a seminar, right? He's like, I'm not making them do anything. <laughs> yes. But how is it learning yeah. from the whiskey brothers? Uh, well, uh, it, this is this was uh, like a process because when she told me I wasn't planning on being here and, mm-hmm. in, in, uh, for this, and then I was like, damn, I wish I was there. Yeah. And then the ceremony, my, my purple ceremony happened, so I was going to be here. And then I was like, oh, we can go to... We can go. Yeah. And, and I have to admit that I'm a fanboy. Yeah. yeah. I've yeah, seen all the Daisy Fresh that are... <laughs> I've seen a lot I want to be sponsored videos. by Panda Express. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for that gi or rash guard to come out. Like, they show the Panda Express. Panda Express. <laughs> yes. It has to. Yeah, that's going to sell out. We yes. eat Panda a little too frequently, too, so... <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan of the Daisy Fresh girls. Like okay. those girls are tough. Yeah. 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 So they have one specific video in YouTube that I watch and rewatch and you re-watch. Send it to us. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. really, really good. Yes. So I was really excited. Yeah. So I, I was telling Susie, I wanna go and I don't care if I don't learn anything. I just wanna meet them in person. Yeah. That was my first goal. Which happened yesterday. We have a picture with him. Yes. I saw yeah, that but, on the fluid group. Yeah. yeah. But awesome. then at the beginning, it was just one day instruction. And it was apparently like a full day instruction. Mm-hmm. So it seemed a lot. And we weren't aware of uh, how far we spent was. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. We had no idea. <laughs> like 45 minutes. Yeah. Went minutes for it. Yeah. 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 Yesterday, no, the day before when we were getting ready, like, okay, what time do we need to leave? And then she goes... Have you seen how far it is? <laughs> it's like 45 minutes. Yeah. I thought it was like a 10 minutes drive. <laughs> yeah. Gotta like West Dallas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. West Dallas, West Bend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. W-A-W-B. Was that an all-day seminar or was it so just... So it started at 11, uh, ended up at 2. 11 well, okay. to 2. The seminar ended up at 2 and then it was rolling. The roll. Okay. And he's a beast. Well, yeah. He was just yeah. giving... Did you get to roll with him? Or no? No, no. No. <laughs> no. No, I, I think they have a very good structure for a seminar. So uh, he teaches uh, Bert, his brother, Isuzuki. Mm-hmm. And then they were, uh, the thing they wanted to show um, was like what to do after the pass. But then he said, we're going to start with the pass. 
because mm-hmm. then you need to learn this to go there. So he has like yes. a very good structure. Yeah. And it was good. Um, we were doing it together and she had incredible, like, the difference of weight is a lot, but I could feel her, her, uh, passing and her pressure. Like the improvement, like right away. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome when you can notice it too, and you're just like, "Whoa, yeah, I got yeah. better at this." <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then after we we learn the pass, it's like, okay, now when you're ready, pass, you can like have so many options, and you mm-hmm. have so many options. And then he he did a very bolo, and then awesome. Michael from that pass that was yeah. really cool, awesome. Ma- Michael, uh, yeah, Michael. was there, and then he was like looking at me, and I was like, oh. Yeah. Michael Berry was there yesterday? <laughs> yep, and Santino. That's why yeah, I yeah. break the street. Okay, so we went to open mat yesterday, and I was like, Michael and Santino were not there today. They're going to break their street because they're going, like, every single day in uh-huh. June or something. And I was like, they're going to break it. And Nick was yeah. like, they're probably at a seminar and open yeah. mat. I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then he was rolling, and what they do is they roll one-on-one. So uh, Andrew rolls one, Bird rolls one. And they, uh, they, they, and when they're not rolling, they, they're like recording, they, yeah, they're for their recording podcasts and stuff. So yeah, nice. did they have Carsa there? No, I, I forget, I forget, the videographer. No, no I think I, they, it's only the two of them. Like, yeah, they were just maybe recording. for traveling. It's, yeah, it's, who was recording them though? Each of them. Oh, okay. Like they take a run off and then, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So you're going to try out new stuff on Tuesday, Amir? Yes. I'm excited. Mm. Yes. I really like the way they explain things. And I don't know if it's because. Like, we've been, like, just watching over and over some videos and stuff. Yeah, we're that really used we to. We're used to the way they explain things. The way things. they say, mm-hmm. the way they talk. But also, it's always really similar than what we do at school, at the Montessori school. Where, like, we start with this general picture, and then we go to details, and then we again go to the general. Okay. So, we mm-hmm. learn, uh, like, the entire spectrum of the movement. Okay. So for those who I don't love. know, Susie is a teacher yeah. at Montessori schools in Milwaukee. So. Yeah. And I think she, jiu-jitsu is a lot like that. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you have everybody in the same room, but like the different levels are we all learn different things. Different. Yes. And you have to learn how to accommodate to everyone yes. in the room. Like You have to explain it well enough for the white belts yeah. to get, but not so simple that the yes. high belts are bored type of thing. Yes. Unless you're in a beginner class, then that's different. But <laughs> and yeah, so at the seminar yesterday, I was asking her, what do you learn from that? I was going to ask you. Yeah, and I was like, this, 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 and that. Okay. okay. <laughs> it, well, there was okay. a difference between the there things There was that a difference, taking. of course. Well, I'm sure between your two brains, you're taking in different things, like, yep. completely. We've talked about that at seminars, where, like, he is learning things of how to make what he's already doing better, and I'm seeing things for the first time, and I'm like, whoa, that's super yeah. cool. And he's like, I learned how to make that so much better. I'm like, you've seen that? Like, where did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> it's <Yeah>. bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the difference I saw is that she was learning her steps, and I was learning concepts. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, that's the way I learn. Like, mm-hmm. just let me break it down. And mm-hmm. once it's, like, ingrained in my brain, mm-hmm. then I can start doing something. Mm-hmm. Uh, or just go right ahead. Like, that was also the way I learned when I was a white belt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the things that you probably can um, testify about this. This is one of the things that I like about having her doing jiu-jitsu because... I'm looking at her doing her own journey, mm-hmm. and then I remember my own journey. And I was like, "Oh, that's so cool!" Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah, so cute. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I feel that way in the women's class, though, too, because I mean, I've only been training for three years, so it's not like I've been doing this my whole life and I'm super experienced or anything. Like, I have a blue belt around my waist, but that doesn't mean that I'm good, right? 
So I'm at yeah, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm at women's class, and it's typically just like Ellie and I is the colored, and everyone else is a white belt. And like I'll be rolling with these girls, and you're at such a different level than Kayla's at a different mm-hmm. level, and then like Nancy's at a different level, and like you just go through all these different white belt women, and you're just like, yeah, I used to do that, or oh, I used to get caught like that, or mm-hmm. oh, I used to get submitted seven times in one match. Like mm-hmm. I remember those days. But then I go and roll with, like, a black belt, and then I'm also getting submitted seven times in one minute. And I'm like, oh, okay, yep, got it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Stay humble. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So it's cool to see everyone go on their their own little journeys. Mm -hmm. But it's been especially fun for me, and I'm sure Jose, and I'm I'm sure everyone, but you are definitely, like, a face of fluid right now. Everyone loves Susie. Everyone talks about Susie. When you're not there, I'm like, where's Susie? (laughs) I really love to be there. It's awesome to have you there. And I'm really yes. glad that you are part of our team. Yeah, yes. I'm really glad as well. It took me forever. Mm-hmm. I like when he was rolling in the mats. I was waiting in the car, like just sitting right times, there in yeah. the car, Avoid outside of waiting. And like, he was like, "Let's go, let's mm-hmm. you come in and just you will like, see." Remember no, there was I don't a, want a to. party. Um, I think it was a Halloween party when I went to his stage, and she was going to go as a. I had my, my costume and everything. And, and I was yes, like, mm-hmm, I nope, yes. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Because when did you start training? Like, officially? <sighs> the first day of uh, Women's Only, which was November something, right? Okay, so you started right after Halloween then. Yes, I do Maybe remember that because you guys were, you had like the purple and the blue like yeah. costumes or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep, I do remember that. Wow. That seems like so long ago. <laughs> but also not that long ago. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. This year is just almost fine. a year though. I yeah. cannot believe it. Like I'm like, I still feel like well, I don't much. know anything, but I just wanna know everything. <laughs> that feeling never goes yeah, away. I've been doing it for eight years. Yeah. No nothing. I still get smashed. It's still like wow. That's a great thing I just learned. Yeah, but I think that you're also in a unique position just being able to train with your spouse. Yeah. Because your spouse has been training for a while. He is a purple belt. Like, he can teach you things that other people can't. And then, like, you are able to – we talk about this all the time, that even though we don't really train at home very much because we're at the gym together so much, but we constantly are talking about it. We're Our our drives home are talking about it, and we're cooking and we're talking about it. And just having that, like, simulation. And your styles start, like, being similar. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she leg drag passes me all the time, and I'm always like, that's Jose's leg drag pass. <laughs> you just did something to me on Tuesday, and I was like, that's a Jose move. <laughs> Everybody says Which that. Which is like... probably somebody else's move, but I copied it. <laughs> yes. But how is, that? Move. how is that for you guys being together and being able to train together and talk together and like have that person that. It's fun, but I have to say that the more experienced belt needs to be uh, patient. Because like really patient. They love I, to talk. Back. I talk back a lot. <laughs> a lot. Yes, yeah. I remember when she was a white belt, and I would be like, "Well, you should try this or that," and she's like, "No," and I was like, "Yeah, okay, I have then. a stripe. I know." Yeah, yeah. See right now, like that's not how they taught me. No, but listen okay. or something. Yeah, when it, it happens a lot on um, uh, beginners class when we are a couple mm-hmm. and we're training together. And they're doing a movement, and I want to teach her a different way to do the movement, an easier way to do the yeah, movement. Yeah, but I'm like, no. Like, no. That's the way they're teaching. I'm going to follow step by step until I understand everything. Yeah. Yep. So, no. Yep. 
I'm in the same. Oh, so yeah. this this is apparently a common theme. Like it, I rarely know anyone except for like maybe Josh and Megan who get along while they're rolling. You and I have gotten better. I don't know if they do. I've never <laughs> seen them roll again. <laughs> yeah. But like I was just getting. I got my hair cut from a girl at Nutriground last week. She's a I think a one stripe white belt at Nutriground, but her boyfriend is Ricky Purdy, who's a brown belt. Mm-hmm. And I asked That's a big her. Gap. Yeah, I was like, "How do you guys do together?" And she's like, "Oh, I hate it." She's like, I hate rolling with him. I just yell at him the whole time. <laughs> and she's like, I just, I always tell him, like, if he's trying to show me a move that I just, I'm like, no, I don't want to do it that way. But if someone else were to show me, I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, I understand. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this is a very common thing. Because yeah. then, like, Ellie and Joe can't get along to save their life while she they're rolling. She bites him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she talks to me. She talks sweet to me. And like, hey, can you please move your hand? I'm like, okay. And then she uses that to be her or when we when we get practicing chokes, um, she doesn't let go on the first time. Yeah, <laughs> it takes like three taps to let go. I wait a I, little. That happens to me too. <laughs> yeah. I just want to make sure you were tapping. Yeah, when I feel the serious tap, then I just let go. <laughs> a tap is a tap. I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's a very common common thing that I hear from couples. So if you are if you are training and you have your significant other, whether it's a wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, anything, you train with them, let us know in the comments if you actually get along with them while you're rolling. Because yeah. I feel like it takes a while before you finally get to that point. And we still injure each other. Like, I don't know what it, it hasn't is. happened much recently. You just punched me in the face on Wednesday. What? <laughs> I, did a, I did a cross face and you headbutted my arm. <laughs> I think she jails in here. Like, ah. Why'd you punch? And then she, she judo chopped me in the face <laughs> afterwards. Yeah. And I was like, ah, what the heck? <laughs> he went for a really aggressive cross face and I was like getting punched in the face. And I was like, that was not cool. And so I literally. Yeah. I was trying to hold you down. <laughs> Can't You're getting hard down. to hold down, okay? Yeah, I'm apparently a mini you. That's good. Have you tried vibrating? <laughs> 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 oh, yes. Uh, do you guys hurt each other when you roll? Are you guys too nice? No, like for real, for real? Well, you're I always complaining so. about... like. I know, but he's just that you are uh, heavier than I. <laughs> yeah, that's different, right? Are you calling me a fat yeah. person? No. <laughs> No enchiladas for dinner. Have you heard the analogy, Susie, yet about the 10 pound increments being a belt? Have you heard that yet? Yeah. Okay. So that's how does it feel? I guess from your position, you are the smallest person at the gym. Yeah. Like I think between you and Kayla, I still think you're smaller than her. Like, how is it to be I'm the smallest? Lusong? You're Lusong? smaller than Lisong. We are like, yeah. Similar. Yes. You, Very Kayla, close. and Lee Song are definitely like the smallest people at the gym, but I think you're the tiniest. Like, how is that for you? Oof. No pressure. <laughs> it's, it's rough because, um, oh, I need to be like in survival mode all the time. Mm-hmm. So even if I learn a technique and I want to apply it, sometimes I don't get to apply anything. I just need to keep bridging and shrimping, bridging and shrimping <laughs> to get out Your from a super awful position. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, but what I think is that uh, that made me realize some other things. The reason why I love jiu-jitsu so much is because of this uh, analogy of you learn how to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. 
Yes. And in the moment of my life that I joined Jiu-Jitsu, I was like going through uh, some hard stuff, mm-hmm. like work-wise. And now I am in a clear mental space. Like I can be with myself without thinking or being like punishing myself because of something yes. else that was out of my control was happening. So when you have a bad day at work, you're always like, ah, that's fine. It could be yeah. worth I could have a yeah, 50, like, 60 pounds heavier person yeah, on top of yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Believe it or not, that's what I what I do mentally. Yeah. Like, that's fantastic. I've been in a worse situation and in a worse position and I'm here and I'm getting stronger and I'm getting wiser and every single day I learn something different from being at Jiu-Jitsu. Even if it's the same movement over and over and over and we mm-hmm. go through the curriculum uh being a white belt over and over and over every single time i can see a fine detail that's different or i'm like huh having like tons of aha moments of hmm this is why hmm now i understood this Mm -hmm. like every single time but that's what i'm applying to my life now so that's why i i'm all in Mm-hmm. because it's really working for me mm-hmm. that's fantastic and you've been happier that. too yes like of I, course yeah. i remember you were having some issues with work for a while and then you would come into the gym and you weren't <laughs> in a bad mood or anything but you were definitely like <laughs> yeah. exhausted yeah. And, and then you leave and you're like i'm so happy yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep, yep, yep. i wonder if there's a mental equivalent because you were saying when you're surviving you're just bridging and shrimping right because yeah. you got to get out from under or whatever i wonder if there's a mental equivalent to bridging and shrimping to like outside pressures of life in our own minds, you know? And I think the one thing that would be equivalent to shrimping is figuring out what is in or out of your control. Yeah. Like what I were talking about, like the equivalent that I found so far is I'm able to use my voice to like set up a limit. Yeah. So make boundaries for people. So every tap in jujitsu, every tap in jujitsu is the same as I'm asking somebody to stop something that makes me feel uncomfortable That's in right. my day-to-day life. That's so and I started like setting up boundaries and limits and stuff like that. And I never done it before. That was really before deep. jujitsu, mm-hmm. like in my life. And that was my therapy work and my like yeah for years. And now I can do it, and I can remove myself from those situations. Yes, so, jujitsu cheaper than therapy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah, uh-huh. you learn so much about yourself mm-hmm. and about others. Yeah. So I'm loving it. And you learn how you respond to stressful situations, which I think is probably the most useful thing about jujitsu because life is always going to be throwing those curveballs at mm-hmm. you and you're constantly going to mm-hmm. be stressed in different situations. But if you can learn how to manage that stress and those emotions, and I think that's what jujitsu does best in teaching you is like when you're in bottom mount of a, a 250 pound dude, when you're 115 pounds, you're like, okay, I cannot freak out or I might die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta rock the boat. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not the smallest one. At the gym, but I'm usually on the guy side, like on the small side. Yeah. And one thing that I really like is when you start seeing that it works. Yes. You guys, then it's really like, oh, like it's just. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There's gonna be a point when you're like mid blue that you're gonna start like destroying large men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then they're gonna be like, "What the heck is going on?" Yeah. And you just go home and be like, "Hee." <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time that. I, it was James's very first day, and you guys know James is not, like, a small dude, right? And we were doing guard pass drills, where, like, we all line up, and there's four people out, and you have to go and try to pass their guard. And I remember James was on bottom, and I was probably only a four-stripe white belt at the time, but 
I literally put his legs together and then I hopped over him and I just jumped in into mount and he was just like, what? <laughs> I love that <laughs> And one. just seeing their faces to that is so fun. And I was rolling with Johnny not too long ago, probably like a month ago, and I got him in this really cool arm bar and he was just like, how did you do that? <laughs> I'm like, you'll get there. You'll learn. <laughs> Keep showing him. But like that, these two guys, like they're obviously much larger than me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you're probably already experiencing that a little bit, like with the newer guys who come yes. in. Yes. Yeah. And you're just like, <laughs> I can do this. Yeah. But they're like, how'd you do it? Just so little, Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. stuff like that. Well, I remember, Which is really cool. Yeah, like even Bon Tempo, like he still can't keep up with my pace. Like he's got more skill and more technique than me, but like he still can't keep up when I'm just moving because mm-hmm. he's bigger. Like he he's getting better at his inversions, but he's still just like, I gotta stop you before you move because I can't catch up to you. Yeah, I was like having a conversation while I was in one of the um, Sunday classes. Oh, well, the Sunday flow roll. Yeah. yeah. And my coach told me, you have some other things in your advantage. You will learn the technique and you will learn how to use leverage and all these things in your favor. But mm-hmm. you have other things like your flexibility. Mm-hmm. You are mm-hmm. fast enough to move mm-hmm. and you are, uh, yeah, so you will get better and better with mm-hmm. the time. But use these other things in your advantage. Mm-hmm. And I started like kind of doing some fast Movements or whatever, yes, like yes. I, I, I change your game just a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Change you know your what perception. Works very well. Find somebody like very high level that has similar characteristics than you. And then follow them social media or like just Google videos or anything. Mm. Mm, yeah, and then you're like, oh, that works. And then mm-hmm. you can follow. Because I remember the first time I saw Totanaka, he's like very little. I'm like, oh, I want to follow this guy. He's like yeah. me. Just mm. yesterday we were talking about how I feel that. I need to find some more jujitsu girls to look up to mm-hmm. in order to feel more motivated and mm-hmm. to feel like more accomplishing things yeah, in, in, in my jujitsu journey. So I already started following some, but I don't know, like there's no as much girls as guys, Not as right? Much. right? Exactly. There are a couple of big women names like Daniel Kelly, uh, Fifian, what's her, what's her name? Fifian Davies, I think is her name, something like that. She's uh from England or Europe. Yeah. That continent. But I just <laughs> <laughs> I just sent a video, uh she was doing headquarters passing and I sent it to one of our training partners. Uh but she was a fantastic instructor, but she's a smaller woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should I don't know do you think Claire has her own YouTube channel? She might, right? I don't know. So Claire North, she teaches at Tipping Point in Iowa, and she's a black belt, and she's phenomenal, like fantastic. She goes to IBJJF and wins gold like almost every single time. And that's actually, do you know who Joanna is? Yeah. She Joanna trains under her in Iowa, mm-hmm. and then Joanna is also fantastic. How far is that for a drive? Four hours. It's yeah. not bad, mm-hmm. actually. You know what? You know what? Uh, Tracy and Ellie are talking about doing a road trip up there very soon. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That sounds so fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not just girls; it's literally everyone. I mean, I don't know. She might be here. July sixteenth is uh, Combat Corner is doing a opening party for their training center at their new Combat Corner location, and John Gouda is one of the instructors. They're doing three seminars that day. They've got Sergio Pettis for striking and MMA. They've got John Gouda for 
jujitsu, and they've got someone else for um, that they haven't announced yet. But they have oh, three yeah. seminars mm-hmm. on that day, and it's I think it's a thirty dollars sign up fee to go to the seminar, but you also get thirty dollars in credit yeah, for the store. store. Yeah, so July Buddha's coming, 16th. and you're gonna see Devin. Yes, when you hang out with Devin, who is yeah. also on our podcast. <laughs> July sixteenth. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's the day we might be driving yeah. to Cedar Point. Sure is. We don't know if we're going or not yet. Then. But. But yeah. uh, yeah. So I would try to look into Claire and Joanna because I know Joanna specifically. She doesn't post her matches online. Mm-hmm. But I think that Claire might. You can find him be, in a, if it's yeah. IBJF, we can find him in pool. Yeah. I look for it. Yeah, they, they compete a lot. I know she actually, she just did this really cool post last, the last IBJF, like two weeks ago. And she, like I said, she when she goes in, she typically wins. Like, she normally gets silver or gold. Uh, this one, she lost her first match. And she wrote, like, this very humbling post. and It was a good one. Yeah. I don't even remember. It was pretty long. But, like, to sum it up, she was basically just, like, there's always things to work on. And I, this just made me better for who I am and everything like that. So I would look into her. Because she's a very, like, local but non-local person mm-hmm. that you could mm-hmm. potentially go to a gym any weekend that you wanted to. Yeah. That post is how I felt about pants, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was talking about how we're not always in tip-top shape ready for competition. And sometimes you want to pull out before you even get there and beat yourself mentally because you think you aren't fully prepared Mm -hmm. or other things happening in your life or um, whatever it might be. You're not 100% focused on the competition, but uh, just getting out there and doing that, nobody's ever 100% focused on the competition. Everybody has a life happening. Mm -hmm. So doing it is bigger. The people that win, I think a lot of things have to align Mm -hmm. for somebody to win. Mm -hmm. Like you have to be... Uh, on top of your training, you have to be uh, like in your nutrition and your personal life. Yes. And then so many things can go wrong. Yes. But so many things have to go right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like Nicholas Mergali, he lost in his division but won the open weight. Mm-hmm. Which that seems harder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, how did that happen? <laughs> when are you doing another competition? Uh, I was planning on doing the rep this weekend and, and Seattle, but obviously I wasn't there. Yeah, and then I that's why I was on our calendar. I was thinking about going out there and yeah. competing with them to Seattle. Yeah, <laughs> okay. And then um, I got promoted, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I don't think I'm doing IBJF anytime soon. Yeah, but oh, uh, probably grappling industry something too. Okay, Maybe. very cool. Let's talk about your promotion because you're yes. in a very oh. like unique situation right now. And we talked about this out on the podcast. You're yeah, like, I yeah. don't know what I'm supposed to do when I turn purple. And now we have an answer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so the answer is. Uh, I stopped caring about it, and then it happened. But, wow! So the, Profound. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the background is I I have two I go to two schools, right? So I have technically two professors, and um, I was getting closer to a point where I was thinking I was going to be promoted, or I was feeling like next step was coming, and I started to worry about to worry a lot about what was going to happen, who was going to who was going to promote me. How it's going to happen? What if this guy does it? What if the other guy does it? What if he gets mad? Mm, yes. And I talked to a lot of people about it um, just because I was I was looking for advice of what would you do? Yes. And then usually they say, stop thinking about it and then well, it will solve. They just let it happen. Yeah, yeah. Just let it happen. And, and that'll happen. One day I wasn't expecting it. And then in, in Seattle... The way they do it is um, there's uh, the owner, the, the main, main uh, professor of the school, 
Drupal mm-hmm. uh, Gale, and he has a list of people that he thinks uh, they're ready. And then he has a couple of, of uh, black belts, and then they talk, and it's like, oh, okay, I think he's ready, and then they agree or not agree, and like let's give him some time. Mm-hmm. And they do it at a class. It's it's different. You don't you like you don't expect it after the class. There's no ceremony or anything. Yeah, yeah. So usually it's the class, and then Drew says something, and then it's open mic. So when he does promotions, and sometimes they have events, but the events like they don't happen very often. They have a, an event that coming in August. Um, but anyways, so the class ends and then he goes, well, uh, we're going to have a promotion in August. He's been pushing for a little bit, but it was going to happen. But meanwhile, when I keep promoting people that deserve and I have put the time and mm-hmm. I remember I was there next to my friend and I was like, hmm, I wonder who he is. Who he's talking like, about. Yeah. You're like, who's getting promoted? <laughs> <laughs> Which was the exact same thing that happened when I got my blue belt. Uh. I wasn't expecting it. I was like, oh, I wonder who's getting promoted. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Fun. And then he goes, uh, Jose. And I was like, wait, what? What? Aww. What's happening? And then something that I think was really cool and I appreciate it is uh, my friend Manuel, which is a black belt. He's coming here, right? He, he's yeah, coming here. I, We're going to have him in Floyd August 20th. Yeah, I wrote that down. Yes. Yeah. He's gonna, and he's awesome. He's 5'6", uh, 135 pounds. Mm-hmm. And he's going to tap small. everybody. Yeah. Probably I'm except uh, for Professor. Everybody else is going to suffer. <laughs> yeah, he has done a couple of IBJFs. Um, I think he has won some of the opens. He has done good, not one, but good in, in worlds and pants. And so, he was your coach, your corner in IBJF. Yeah, yeah, he right? was like my he corner. He came down yeah. to Florida. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He also competed there. Or Vegas, yeah. it was Vegas. Vegas, yeah. Vegas for for uh, Master Worlds. Mm-hmm. Yes, I remember yeah. that. So he was the one that actually tied the belt. So I was I was very happy. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, and I have the video when I was I wanted to say like you'd say a couple of words. Yeah. And I remember I wanted to say so many words that I could only say like thanks. 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 That's so cool. Well, yeah, because you're like when you expect it, you have time to prepare and see what you want to say and who you yes. want to thank. Mm-hmm. But when it's a surprise, you're like, oh, thanks. <laughs> Word vomit. Yeah. Thank unless, you. Only, unless you're like a really good speech, just like Obama or somebody like that, then you can be like, oh, yeah, I appreciate it. Like, Thank you to everybody that made this possible. <laughs> Thank you to God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so but, you got your purple belt in Seattle. Yeah. But then you and then, still are coming here. Yeah. And I was very worried about it because like, shit, now I have to like, what I'm going to do. I was and your blue belt was probably is. tied too, right? Like you couldn't even wear it if you wanted to. Oh no, my boob, my blue belt is still uh, Andrew Dad's gonna tie it for me. Oh okay, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. So I was like, what am I gonna do? And the first thing that I did is like, I have to tell uh, Professor. I'm not gonna post anything. I have to tell Brent. So immediately that night, I I went on on Facebook and messaged him, saying like, Hey, Professor, this happened. I explained everything to him, and then I say, um, I will follow whatever like you tell me because mm-hmm. I don't wanna seem like an imposter i don't want to disrespect yep, yep. yeah and he was super nice and super co- cool and that's why when i got it here in fluid i say thank you because he was very very nice and he he told me i'm never gonna say somebody that uh got a, a belt from somebody they're training with not to wear it um and then we like uh keep talking and then he suggested so like let's let's give you a, a proper uh promotion fluid and uh, I said, like, yeah, sure. And I was very pumped because mm-hmm. 
I this is the first time that I had an event. Mm-hmm. Like my other schools, they only went like, oh, surprise, yeah, yeah, which is cool. But like also the other ways they do it, like the events are cool. Yeah. And then I think the most important part is not you actually getting your belt, but you getting your belt with somebody you also train with. Like I got it with Ian and Stephen and, and Javi mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because you're like growing together and you're always going to remember the people you yes. yeah. promoted with. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember my promotions. Yep. Yeah. And like Thaddeus, you call Thaddeus your... My blue brother, but now he's, now he's a purple brother. Your purple brother. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't get promoted purple at the same time. No. So very but, close, right? Very close. Very close. And the only reason he was a little behind was just because of COVID. Uh-huh. So, yeah, yeah. It's probably because uh, I don't go enough. So we didn't get promoted at the same time. <laughs> Ephraim, yeah. you guys know Ephraim? Uh, yes, Denise the Ephraim. brown belt from yes. Sweeps. He was there yesterday, and this is not the first time he said it, but he tells Nick, he's like, "You don't train enough, bro." You train more. <laughs> he's like, "Dude, you just need to get better at jujitsu. Yeah, train like, more. You, like, you suck. <laughs> yeah, like, he you. trains enough. Yeah, yeah. I gotta yeah. go more." <laughs> So I, I uh, professor invited me to the next ceremony, which was this weekend. Well, yeah. last week. That's why I was here. Yep. So Ooh. I was very happy. Thank you, professor. I know you're <laughs> <laughs> so how was it? You had like a month or so where when you trained at Fluid, mm-hmm. you didn't wear a belt. Oh, yeah. Uh, I like that? that? Like, Naked. So, yeah. He, he suggested <laughs> it. He said, <laughs> Professor Ben said, uh, you can either wear your belt or not wear it or until you receive it wait. properly. I was like... That's awesome. <laughs> because it's like paying my duties. Yeah. And I had to go at the end of the line. Mm-hmm. Remember where we started? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. yeah. So that's like a humble experience. Mm-hmm. I, I was happy. I was mm-hmm. happy having to earn my, my privilege to go back to the front of the line. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That was very cool. And our belt ceremonies are pretty special too. Like, yeah, like you said, it was cool to be able to do it with Ian and Steven yeah. having like grow together. But like, you're also just like, yeah, I, I did this. I earned this. And it's really cool to like get that acknowledgement in front of your teammates. Yeah. Which is so and cool. I, I, like we had to teach something because for two weeks I was thinking, what am I going to teach? What am I going to yeah. teach? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, I'll bring it below. But how am I going to teach it? Why don't <laughs> yes. I explain? I do that every uh, Tuesday morning while I drive to the gym. What am I going to teach? What am I going to yeah. teach? <laughs> and then, then I thought, oh, it would be really cool being a professor and like teaching. Like, nah, probably not. <laughs> right? I think about that all the time. Like, when I got promoted, I was like, what am I supposed to teach? And I, had to, like you said, thinking about it for weeks. And I'm uh-huh. like, Brent literally teaches four times a week yeah. for an hour. Like, he yeah. has to think about this all the time. And I, I, told Nick this, I told Nick this. When I talk, I thought I talk forever. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the video of me talking, and it's three minutes. <laughs> three minutes. <laughs> like, yeah. How do you feel yeah. an he was hour like, with words? It felt like it was forever. I know. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, you're also funny. exhausted after 45 minutes. Like, you're breathing heavy. You're yeah. all sweaty. Yeah. You're just trying to, like, almost get through it. And, yeah. I love teaching. It's awesome. too. You actually, yeah, you understand more. Mm-hmm. That's when you understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time that my dad asked me if I wanted to teach a class. And I was like, what? Like, you want me to do it? Mm-hmm. And he was just like, yeah, I think you should try it. I'm not there that night, so you should just sub. And I'm like. I just got my blue belt. What are you talking about? I should teach a whole class. And I was stressing all week. I was like, what am I supposed to talk about for an hour? Yeah, I was, like, I was there and it was amazing. Oh, and thanks. I was like, Brittany, what do you mean? What do you want to teach? And she's like, I have no idea. And I was like, Brittany, you love arm bars. <laughs> and she was like, yeah. 
oh, yeah, I know a few arm bars. I was like, really? Do you? <laughs> <laughs> you could share some. But it was really hard to plan how to teach for an hour straight. Yeah. Like, I would have been able to show you two, three arm bars, no problem. But teaching, like, an entire hour's worth of arm bars, I was like, how am I supposed to fill that time? Well, if you ever run short on time, you can always just run a guard pass drill. <laughs> That's a back warm up <laughs> in the back pocket of every teacher. Uh, let's do guard pass drills now. Is it positional? Yeah, exactly. I wonder uh-huh. if that's why a lot of schools only do a half hour of teaching, though. Um, and a lot of places do only half hour teaching because the other half hour is rolling. Yeah, because they, they people they, don't have time to stay time, afterwards. Yeah, there's um this guy in Seattle that uh, does morning classes on Fridays, and he, his name is Jacob. Um, he's very cool. Hello, he's Jacob. A, yeah, shout out, I was thinking we're gonna shout out, but I'm gonna send him the video. So yeah, he, he, <laughs> I'll make a clip of this. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. See, he's, he's a he's a huge purple belt and he's awesome, and I like his classes, but he goes a little bit too long on classes, and in the morning you you don't have time for for that. Yeah, yeah that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, when I do morning classes, same thing with Mike. We do uh, like 10 minutes of warm-up, which is like flow rolling or moving or little drills. And then we do about 20 minutes or so of instruction. instruction. And then we just roll until everybody leaves and goes mm-hmm. to work. Which no, is, in, which is nice. In night classes, like you're just stealing time from your sleep or your dinner or anything. And that's not a big yes. deal. Yeah. But in morning classes, you're stealing like, time from the yeah, office. The and time you, constraint like, is. You yeah. need to go. You need to be there. Yeah. Yes. Unless you don't have a job. Right. <laughs> or unless that's your job. <laughs> yes. We're actually yeah. just talking yesterday about how Dave is considering starting up like an afternoon class, like a two or a three o'clock for the people who get off early. Mm-hmm. We were saying that that would be maybe a good spot to fill a time slot. Because one of my friends, she had asked me, she doesn't train with us, but she asked me, she's like, why don't you guys do all day classes? And I was like, what do you mean? Why don't we do all day classes? We do classes all the time. We do have, we have 6 a.m., we have noon, we have five, we have six, we have seven, like we have classes all day. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, like, why don't you do like a two or a three o'clock? I'm like, because I don't think attendance would be big. And she's like, you'd be surprised though. Like there's people who get off of work yeah. at two who yeah, maybe just want to go right start to the gym. Mm-hmm. Because that's what Dave does. He was like, yeah, I get off at 2.15, so I might just go start lifting at 3 or something. And I was like, maybe you should just start a class. And he's like, maybe I should. So, <laughs> that. The, the math is there. The space is there. Yeah. Right. yeah. I told him, I was like, there's literally nothing going on. You have mm-hmm. a key. So, like, why not? What's the harm? And so, honestly, yeah. I like smaller classes but bigger classes because the uh, attention to detail you get yeah. in instruction mm-hmm. and, like, specific instruction for your body type for this move is yeah. greater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Based on if there's 25 people in a class, like you show the move and you walk around and be like, I think everybody kind of has what's going on. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I just told him that he should do a mean movements class. Mean movements. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to do an advanced class. Knuckles in the, in the soft yeah, part. Like super advanced or like super specific or for competitors. Or yes. Like yeah. when, what do you do when you need to be mean? Right. How do you use your knuckles in jujitsu? <laughs> Yeah. I would it's say a style. Yes. Dave and Jason Bergman are probably the two meanest rollers at the gym. Not, yeah. not like bad to roll it, just mean. Like they'll mm-hmm. they'll make you hurt. Yeah, it's gonna hurt. <laughs> but yeah, you yes. want to keep rolling with them because you're like, do it again. <laughs> yeah, but okay. you need to learn. Like you're gonna face that if you cross train or if you compete, you're gonna face that. So you oh, need yes. to know mm-hmm. what's happening. Ah, you need to pay back. Yeah. Yes. Dave yesterday, he kept me upside down for like over 30 seconds. Like he would not let me move. I was trying to do some type of inversion on him and he was just like, no. And he put my legs up over my head and just kept me there. And I was like, yeah. 
I stared at him. <laughs> I was like, what am I supposed to do? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I picked you up yesterday. Yes. Upside down. I got beat up yesterday. Holy cow. So yesterday, you guys weren't there, but we had the people from Sweeps come in. Uh-huh. And Denise and Ephraim, they brought one of their white belts. Not a white belt. Yeah, he, he. They brought him I mean, in. He's a white belt. They wanted. They wanted to like see how he did with fluid people, right? So they brought him in. He's a two stripe white belt, big dude, like muscular, big, probably what two hundred, around there, one ninety, two hundred. Yeah, he was pretty big, like solid dude. And I, I had just gotten there. I put like tied my belt. I got all excited. I looked around. He was looking around. I was like, "Can we roll?" He's like, "Yeah, let's roll." So I rolled with him. He's my first roll. Holy <laughs> crap. <laughs> and he just smashed me. Like, I was on bottom the entire five minutes. I never got to top. I never swept him. I never was in mount. I was never in top side. Like, I was in bottom the whole time. And any time that I could get him into my guard, I tried to do that. I tried to keep him in spider so I could just keep his pressure off of me. But it was insane to the point where I was so out of breath after those five minutes because I do exert so much energy that I didn't know what to do with myself. And I thought about stopping for the day because I was like, that was enough <laughs> but I didn't and I kept going and I pushed myself to not take any breaks until 105 so I rolled for an hour and five minutes before I finally was like okay I need a break but was like, my chest was super super tight after that because it was there was just so much pressure mm-hmm. and then I was talking to Dave last night and he was like oh yeah he's ex-military and he also is a like a d1 wrestler <laughs> and uh he's a cop and I'm uh, like, so he is not a white. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, that makes a lot more sense yeah, now. Yeah, it took me a few minutes to sweep him. Yeah, it took Nick like three minutes mm-hmm. to sweep him. And I was like, that's very impressive. Yeah. <laughs> and I told Denise, I was just like, yeah, I rolled with your, your white belt over there. And she was like, oh, Brittany. She's like, I should have warned you. I'm sorry. So do you think, uh, looking at that from the uh, owner perspective, do you think you sh- they should give um, blue belts faster to those guys? I think so. I mean, but I, so the thing about blue belts, in my opinion, and I'm a little biased just because I've only been to one gym. I don't really know how other people like to promote their blue belts, but I think that in order to hit blue belt, you should be crossing these milestones Mm -hmm. and you should be able to like connect things and you should be able to do certain movements and not be told how to do things. You should be able to teach the beginner class like that kind of thing. And just because your pressure is good and your guard passing is good or you have some Mm -hmm. wrestling experience doesn't mean that you're necessarily blue belt belt material. Mm -hmm. So like you can be fantastic and be smashing purple belts and brown belts, but are you, are you submitting them? Because he wasn't submitting me. He was just mm-hmm. keeping me down. Mm-hmm. Like, he couldn't submit me, yeah. but he, I couldn't get up. Yeah, well, then, yeah, <laughs> you're right, because otherwise every big dude will have a blue belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a few criteria for blue belt that I go by, and I don't think it has anything to do with submissions. I think, well, a little bit. I think it has to do with being able to tone down your jujitsu based on who you're rolling with. So, like, if there's a size difference, you're not just using your size, right? <laughs> uh, being able to intelligently put a couple techniques together of jujitsu. So not submission wise, but like position or sweep or like a, a sequence of sweep attempts, at least like the beginning of putting a couple things together. And Lippert then the third said that on Thursday, Lippert flat out said, he's like, if you don't have two escapes for Mount, you're not getting out of Mount. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I thought that was super like, important. Yeah. yeah. For like the first sweep I try on anybody never works. The fifth sweep always works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always start with the butterfly, then I roll over, then I do the reverse butterfly. Purple belt secrets, guys. You just yes. heard him. <laughs> <laughs> but the third thing I think is most important for somebody to get their blue belt is to be able to intelligently defend most of the basic submissions. So, like, 
being able to defend a choke, be able to defend rear naked, be able to defend loop chokes, be able to defend arm bars, be able to defend triangles, be able to defend Kimuras, Americanas. You have to be able to, like, not just sit there and spaz out, try to get, like, someone's in an arm bar, I'm not just going to go, yeah, break my own arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you can intelligently, like, prevent or defend submissions 90% of the time from your peers, white belts, blue belts, purple belts, and up are always going to tap you. They're going to find something after the Kimura, they're going to get you in a choke. Yeah. After the arm bar, they're going to find you in a Kimura. Things yeah. like that, right? But... With your peers, if you can intelligently defend, I think you're ready to rank up. Right. I think that's, like, the most important part to get to a blue belt. And also, if you can intelligently defend, that means that you understand how the submissions work and you have a higher chance at doing that to the brand new white belts. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll change your question. If somebody never gets to that point, will you hold them white belt forever? Yes. <laughs> I think that um, there's a there's a point where um, people need to change their style to grow. Because there are some people who um, are ingrained in doing things so that they don't get submitted and they never try new things. And they kind of just like ball up, and I call it anti-jujitsu. And those people are not learning jujitsu, and they're not trying new jujitsu and the only way that you get better at jiu-jitsu is by putting yourself in shitty positions mm-hmm. and working yeah. through it. I think but if you do anti-jiu-jitsu, you're never going to learn. You're never going to learn. I think that's the difference between, a, the way I see it, between a purple and a brown belt. The purple belt is always trying weird stuff, new stuff, different stuff. Mm-hmm. And the brown belt actually can't do all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> they can make all of it happen no matter <laughs> yeah. where they are. Yes. And then the black belts just go back to the basics. <laughs> Start over. Yes. Yeah. It's an interesting way to think about the difference in between the belts. And going back to the sweeps guy, I'm not saying that he's not deserving of a blue belt. I think he did fantastic. Mm -hmm. And he actually probably is blue belt material. And the hour we rolled with him is not enough for us to judge if he should be in a certain rank. Yeah. But it was just wild to go with a two-stripe white belt. think you're going to toy with them and play with them and jump on their arm and things. And then they just are like, you're staying here. The whole time, yeah. <laughs> he had a point in saying that it's also other things more than technique and, and mm-hmm. strength. Uh, like it's more mental because if you're just using anti jujitsu, then you're not doing jujitsu. Yeah, you're not doing yeah. jujitsu. Then you shouldn't. You shouldn't. And my dad has actually done a podcast episode about what he looks for in order to promote you. Mm-hmm. Like he has, he went through it. It's like probably a 20, 25 minute thing. Maybe we can find it and put a link in this or something. But he actually went through like the benchmarks that he sees for your first through fourth stripe on your white belt yeah. and why he's going to give it to you. And then once you hit blue, the stripes don't really matter as much, but then he's going to figure out when you're deserving of your purple, mm-hmm. when you're deserving of your brown. And he really won't give it to you until you've yeah. that. They don't do stripes for colored belts in Seattle. This colored belts? Colored belts in Seattle. They don't do stri- in, in my school in Seattle. I kind of like that, though. They don't I thought you said coral belts. Coral belts. They, you don't get stripes on your coral belt? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but once you get there, yeah. you don't well, get There's a huge difference between a one-stripe white belt versus a four-stripe white belt, right? Like, there's yes. a huge learning curve there. But there's not that much of a difference between a one-stripe blue belt and a four-stripe blue belt. Like, there definitely is but it's not nearly the same gap that it is for a white belt. Yeah. So I kind of like the the no stripes on a colored belt. Um, and when if somebody like is new and they come back and they ask, 
uh, they just like tell you straight like stripes don't matter. They don't, and I think it's almost nope. a more intimidating when you're going in a competition. Like if I was a one stripe or blue belt going against a four stripe blue belt, I'd see those four stripes and be like, and like oh god. Yeah. But if I didn't see any stripes on her belt and she didn't see any stripes on mine, then we were just going like it would be so much different. I think, than yeah. being in your own head. Like, okay, if this girl's mm-hmm. a lot more experienced than me, she's probably got two years on me, like yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah. Going back to what Ephraim said, one of the reasons I train so much is because when I compete, I'm able to confidently say, this person probably does not train as much as I do. <laughs> yeah. And I remember I told you as a white belt, I was like, I'm not skipping classes because my, I want to train more than my opponents. Mm-hmm. And I've never quit that habit. Mm-hmm. So it's different styles because you're a competitor. Yes. Yeah. Like your goal is keep competing, uh, competing, so you can uh, achieve greatness. Other, other, yeah, other goals. Jiu Jitsu greatness, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> like somebody that is not a competitor, then or an occasional competitor like I am. Sure. You know, <laughs> maybe we don't need to train. Our our body doesn't uh, hold to that much training. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But we've talked about it in different podcasts. I structure my training differently because I train so much. Which is really smart. Like the first times I was trying to put myself to the limit, even though my limit oh, was sure. at the beginning three rolls or one yes. roll. And then I was like, oh, I can't <laughs> continue with it. And I was like increasing the time I was rolling. And I try to do that. So mm-hmm. every day, well, every time I roll, I try to or take shorter breaks or mm-hmm. just water break and then continue rolling mm-hmm. or to stay longer or if i need more breaks i try to stay until the very end of the open mat like i try to like push do, yourself yeah like a little mm-hmm. bit but at the beginning when i just started like trying to push myself i probably i was pushing way too hard because i was weightlifting <laughs> and then muay thai and then uh, mm-hmm. yes. like everything yes. at the same time so i was like waking up like I can't move yeah, like you for a while. To your body. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, but then I started like, no, I need to do some tricks, and probably one day a week just go like super light or lighter yes. than the others. Yeah, or, just move. And, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nick likes to pick one day a week where he just goes like ten or twenty percent for the whole day, just because he doesn't want to push himself to be more, especially with how much he does train. Yeah. Is that Thursday? Most of the time, yeah. Can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> I always tell him. Yeah, like but him it's, it's something that you discover if you start training with, I don't know, I don't want to say it with a little bit more of commitment, but if you are committed with your own journey, you start like figuring all these things out. Yes, mm-hmm. no matter what your journey work is. with your body, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. And then one day you stop waking up so sore. Yeah. 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 That happens. So it's like, woo! Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's, the way I see it is um, you need to be, even if you're a hobbyist, you need to be a hobbyist with goals. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then that. that makes a lot of difference. Yes. Yeah. Because if you're just like willing to go to the gym, eh. Yeah. Right? But then if you make some sort of goal, you're like, I'm committed to achieving this goal. Yeah. I like it. And you're going to see improvement. So I have a couple last minute questions for you guys. So when he got his blue belt, you did not train. No. Right? But when he got his purple belt, you did train. Yeah. So how do you feel about his achievements? With getting a blue belt, and how do you feel about it? His achievement getting a purple belt. Do you remember that at all? Yeah. So <laughs> when it was like at the beginning, 
<laughs> it was overwhelming. Jiu-Jitsu was for me super overwhelming because right. uh, as we do now together, like we try to talk about it and we like analyze movements and we go like, ah, look at this, look at that, blah, blah, whatever. Yes. Like we just talk a lot about yeah. Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, we show a look at a video on on uh, Facebook or whatever. And then we'll both be like, "Oh yeah!" Look or at we that. send each other like, "Look yes. at this movement." Means. Look at this yes. movement. Like, yes. look at the hands, or what are they moving, or whatever. Like, we just talk about jujitsu uh-huh. way too much. <laughs> Agree. Well but, at, but at the very beginning, it was like he was on the same loop, like just jujitsu, jujitsu, and I was like, yes. "Okay, <laughs> like please just." cut it off no completely but just a little and let's yeah. try to have another conversation mm-hmm. but then it was like that's cool and i was uh passionate about some other ways uh, of training but mm-hmm. no jujitsu at the time mm-hmm. uh so the achievements like were oh well i seen them differently now that i joined mm-hmm. yeah i remember for uh, the blue belt she was happy she was yeah. like yeah i'm like yeah yeah, like, it's like, good job. What's yeah. more like, I'm happy for you. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm happy for you. Period. And then when I got the purple belt in Seattle, and I called her because immediately that night I called her like, yeah. guess what happened? And she was having a bad day. I remember. I was having so a like, crap what day. happened? What? <laughs> <laughs> like, guess what happened? And then Aww. I told her, and she was like, ah! and she started crying and like, so happy. Because she understands now. Yeah. Like yeah. you understand yeah. what the difference is between yes. a blue and a purple and how much work it takes to get yeah. there. So Jose's mm-hmm. put in the work and congratulations, mm-hmm. but you. I don't even know if we've like yeah. really said that, but like besides the day of, but like it's super cool mm-hmm. and I'm really happy uh, for you. Mm-hmm. Took me only eight years. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's okay. It's your own journey. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But I remember thinking like when you would come into Fluid, cause I knew that you were kind of going between Seattle and Milwaukee. And then whenever you were here, I was always wondering, I'm like, how is Susie okay with him training so much? Like I was just, I remember thinking mm-hmm. that, like, how do you have a wife? That you don't really see all the time. And she's just like totally cool with you just being at the gym. So when you started, I was actually like really, really, really happy for you guys. Because I knew it would bring you closer. Yes. Like, not, obviously, I didn't know what your relationship was like before yeah. that. But I, I know that jiu-jitsu brings you together. Like it, mm-hmm. it, it's like a different uh, depthness. Like yeah. a, a yeah, different, different layer. Level. Yeah. 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 It's, it's amazing. It is an adjust- adjustment. Yes. Because different persons have different rituals. So for mm-hmm. me, going to jiu-jitsu it's always like okay i'm ready to like chill i'm ready to have fun ready to do the best thing of my day and i put yeah. like a podcast or music or like quiet during the drive yeah mm-hmm. and then for her is something different yeah maybe not the opposite but something different mm-hmm. yes so now we're having to try to match those try to match it rituals yeah. on our way to class yeah yeah. That's yeah yeah some days i go to the gym without her some days i go with her and yeah, it's different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I have one last question for you. So, um, it was really important for you to be around when Susie got her first stripe. Oh, and how yeah. did you feel when you found out she was going to get her first stripe and then you're able to surprise and be there while she got her first stripe? Well, be- because I already experienced that part of the journey when you get your first stripe and you started like seeing some recognition. Mm-hmm. Um, it was important for me, and that's why I, I talked with Brittany and Professor. Like, hey, you kind of know this. Let me know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'll make an effort to be there. Um, so it was it was uh, important, and also was a little bit um, selfish because I wanted to see that part of the the hair journey. Yeah, 
Makes because, sense. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me. It reminds me of my journey, and I'm also very happy because I love her, and, and that's something that she enjoys. Like you, like I, I'm just thrilled that. about it. Like, ah. yeah. <laughs> the first stripe, I think, is the biggest one. Yeah, I'm not gonna be that. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your second stripe is just in. Like yeah, your yeah, first yeah, stripe. I won't be here for your second stripe. <laughs> I, yeah, I want. I was. I was thinking my words carefully. <laughs> I want to make it that big of an effort for the next stripes. <laughs> for the belt, yes. Yes. Every absolutely. time Jose shows up, am I getting a stripe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, now, I mean, you can attest to this, too, because Nick has talked about how he believes that the first stripe on your white belt and your blue belt are the two most exciting, like, promotions to get. Yeah. And would you agree, now that you have your purple, like, would you say getting your blue belt was more exciting than getting your purple? It was more... You're in a different situation. It though. was more rewarding, I, yes. I think. It yeah, feels like a bigger like accomplishment. Finally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And with the blue to purple, I mean, you want it and, and you, you're looking for it, but at the same time, you have a like more mature mindset, jiu-jitsu mindset. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're like, it's going to come when it needs to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then you're like a puppy when you're like on the first step. Oh, I need a step. I need a step. I want a step. I want a <laughs> Yes. I feel like yeah. the the next biggest one will be when we get black belts. Yeah, oh yeah, mm. yeah. I feel like purple to brown is just like, yeah, I still do jujitsu. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> I still suck. <laughs> we do have a couple black belts that listen to this, so you should tell us what were your favorite promotions. Was it first stripe on your white belt, blue belt, and black belt, or was it something completely different? Because none of us here know that feeling yet. Definitely not my third stripe on my blue belt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Did I tell you Josh Janice texted me after I got my my stripe on my blue and he was just like, Congratulations, only two more stripes until you don't matter. Oh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, yes. But we know you guys gotta get to your seminar, so we can probably wrap this up unless there's anything else we didn't touch that you guys wanted to talk about. Just thank you for having us. It was so much fun to talk to you. Oh uh, yes, we appreciate oh, having you, you guys. Uh, we should do you should do one with more couples. So that's, that's a goal. Yeah, if we all trying. have the same experiences. But we we have a lot of couples in our gym. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We do. We have yes. a list of people that we want to get, and we are just bad at planning of who to get. Normally, we ask someone like the week of, we're just like, you want to come over Sunday? It's a oh, bit okay. harder when the couple also have kids. Yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah. Like, we've I can babysit. <laughs> we can lock them up with our dogs. Right. <laughs> they gotta watch each other. Yeah, we've been trying to get Denise and Ephraim on here for a long time because they're a purple belt and a brown belt couple. Yeah. Oh, so that would yes. be a good perspective. But they're in Watoma, so yeah. they're not super close. We so. probably gotta drive out to them in one of our free weekends. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but we've had Joe and Ellie on before, but that was like episode three. Yeah. So we should probably redo that one again soon. With the kids? Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> well, how would it, I mean, I have no idea how to be like also having kids that do jujitsu. So I was actually mm. just talking to my dad about this on Thursday because we are house hunting right now. We're not planning on having kids right this second, but that doesn't mean But three. we looked at a four bedroom house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's just stuff we had to think about. Like if we're not trying to move again, like we need to make sure we're in a good school district, have enough rooms for mm-hmm. a kid if we were to have one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I told my dad, I was just like, I just, I keep telling Nick, like, I don't want to have kids because that's not fair that he'll get to keep training and I don't when I'm pregnant. And Sucks for you. he had said to me, he was like, yeah, having kids, it definitely pushes you back a little bit. But he was like, I remember Jade and Anaya being babies, and I put them in a car seat and put them in, bring yeah. them to jujitsu with me. Yeah, like you just bring them and leave them yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially when they're tiny, you just leave them. There. Yeah, 
He was I've like, seen people doing that. Yeah. And I mean, Miguel did that with Misha a couple of times. Like, mm-hmm. she's here. They're yeah. there. And then when they're three, they can pretty much entertain themselves yeah. as long as they stay off the mat. Yes. Yeah. So you just really got to. Yeah. He told me, he was like, I think that by the time that you hit pur- like mid purple is how he said it. He was like, once you hit mid purple, you have now made jujitsu your lifestyle. The chances of you quitting are very, very slim. Yeah. And if you have kids, you won't yeah, like you yeah. won't give that up. Whereas if you're like a white or a blue belt, if you have a kid, you love jujitsu, but you're probably gonna make more time for your kid because it's your kid. Whereas like by purple belt, you're like jujitsu no, is my kid. Jiu-jitsu is my yeah, kid. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but it's but it's true. I saw uh, in Baltimore, in my gym in Baltimore, there was a guy that was a brown belt mm-hmm. and who be there sometimes to expense of spending time with uh, his kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's important because he needs, uh, maybe it's uh, the base of his mental health, which he needs to be a good at. Exactly. Yes. And I, I mean, think it's good for your kids to see your parents be humbled by yeah. other people. Can you imagine if Ellie did not do jujitsu? Poor <laughs> kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and, and I'm talking about, uh, about uh, role models. There's, uh, what's the name of the lady? Vanessa Waltz. She's a black belt. She's a black belt. Right now it's she's like eight months pregnant oh. and still rolling and she's, yeah, and she's documenting and her journey on social is that media. um is her name like infinity yeah. Yeah. Girl on instagram yeah, 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 yeah i do follow her yes yeah yeah that's super she's cool. cool she's super cool yeah so you don't need to stop right yeah. she's yeah. a black belt she's like a big time competitor mm-hmm. yeah you would just need to modify some things but yeah mm-hmm. i should put something i should use in her pregnancy uh for gains yeah, like she was like, but yeah. now she's like super, super powerful and strong. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I love yeah. it. You can use it. Yeah, <laughs> right, I'll guys. use our pregnancy for games yeah. too. <laughs> you don't know what pregnancy does to your body. Uh, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. <laughs> We're not pregnant, by the way. No. <laughs> in case anyone's on. let's have a shot on camera. Just right. To yeah. Remind everybody. None of us. <laughs> no, That's None of us is up today. I do. None think of it, us. I think it's kind of funny that the four of us just talked about what it's like to train jujitsu with kids, and none of us have kids. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> We're assuming. <laughs> anyway. Well, thanks, guys, for coming yes, out. Yes, I appreciate you guys. Fun, and Thank you again. I'm excited to keep training with you guys. Yes. yes. Thank you. Can't wait to see all four of us as black belts. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be there. Very far. So, okay. All right. Thanks, Bye. Thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs>